All right, all right. Welcome back to Off the Back Fence, the twice weekly sports podcast run by 230 somethings who love yarning about sport. As always, I'm your host, Was. Join alongside me, as always, is my co host, Coomsey in Melbourne. Coomsey, mate, we're into round four of the NRL. Easter weekend. Happy Easter. Yeah. Got a, bit of, a fair bit of chocolate eaten over the weekend, I think. Oh, I hope so. Like going to the dentist next week, so might as well for might as well just cause a couple of extra fillings. <laughs> no, I did. Co- I did throw, contemplate throwing up something of the April Fool's nature with the pod dropping on Thursday the first. Oh, uh, too. Yeah, I I couldn't think of anything too outrageous. The latest oh. I've seen on Twitter, though, the latest I've seen on Twitter though is the new uh, marketing for South Australia. I'm not too sure if you've seen that one yeah. yet. I'll just pull it up. It's an absolute doozy. Uh, who has it? Oh, it's it's up there with see you in the NT. I give you the hot tip. Oh, what? Catching the ass? No, no, no. <laughs> no, so it's a it's a picture of saying go down south with your mouth, South Australia. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> People are a bit coy on this. They're not too sure if this is April Fool's early or whatnot, but it is up there with C-U-N-D-N-T. Holy moly. We're off to a flying start leading into the 1st of April. But, mate, we've got footy to talk about. Fair bit to go on for this weekend. Let's get right into it. First round, uh, first game of the round four, round four, Manly Warringah Seagulls versus the Penrith Panthers at Brookie on Thursday evening. Panthers are 19 and a half point favorites with the over under at 42 and a half points. Bit of a shuffle this week for the Panthers. Uh, Clear is back in. Matt Burton shifts to the centers with Stephen Crichton going to fall back with that injury to Dylan Edwards' hand. Manly are still a couple of weeks away from Tom Travojevic being back from his hammies. Josh Huster still in the second row. This is the first of many games where the underdogs are big double-digit outsiders. Yeah, I'm just, I'm on Sportsbet right now. Having a look, it's right. it's a bloodbath. It's a bloodbath. Like it's not even there's no no value in money picking like Penrith over plus thirteen unless you're just going to do like small win. But yeah. Like Manly, just they're fucking atrocious. They're, yeah, they're, they're, their their um, stadium is right there. Yeah, they're they're getting an upgrade on the stadium side. The pitch is still woeful. I'm gonna be balls, you know. I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the Panthers nineteen and a half points start. <laughs> I'm gonna go out there and really put it to them. Cleary back this week's a big in for them. Burton's still in the side as a center. was a bit conf- bit confusing to me because I would have probably put him at the one, even with Stephen Crichton or Charlie Staines yeah. there. Uh, but it's still a good have to be in the side for Matt Burton. Obviously, he's got that massive boot that could be relied upon by Penrith. Yeah, I, I can't see Manly getting too many tries past this Penrith team that haven't let too many tries in this year. Uh, I'm going. I'm going the Panthers nineteen and a half underdog. I'm uh, not underdogs favorites. Not too sure. I might go the over. I'm going to go Panthers thirteen plus. Panthers thirteen plus. Yeah, but I'm going to go the over. But I'm going to have Charlie Staines getting a tr- anytime. Charlie Staines ATS. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think 
I think the outside backs for Penrith might have a bit of a field day. Like Manly's, they leaked in that many points against the Dragons of all teams last weekend. So you'd think that with the firepower of Toto, Staines, Momoroski and Burton, Crichton at the back, Stephen Crichton with space, I'm looking forward to watching actually. I think that'll be good to see. But yeah, you've still got a very, very, you got a very, very solid Panthers side that hasn't had too much change. Only obviously, this inclusion of Cleary from last week from his injury was it's great to have. But yeah, the Seagulls, they're not even with Travovich back. I think they're going to be pushing shit uphill oh, all year. They're, they're atrocious. Like they don't have a hooker. Their forward pack is their forward pack be as lame as um the logs one is coming close. Yeah, and speaking of the Bulldogs, we'll jump into the first game on Good Friday. Uh, the traditional match, the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs at Stadium Australia. Rabbit- this is the largest of the um, the uh, lines. Uh, the Rabbitohs are 21.5-point favourites against the Bulldogs with an over-under of 43.5. Good luck to the Bulldogs. That's all I'll say. Um, it's Rabbits minus 21.5 for me. Like, And... Yeah. I'm probably going to take the over because at the moment, South Sydney are scoring points for fun. Oh, they are. And um, You're not wrong. This is, they're shaping as what my prediction was for them to finish in the top two this year. Like They're putting it together. Cody Walker had a great game last week, like pulling the strings. Latrell Mitchell's just going to tear apart this um, Bulldogs back um, defensive line. And then you've got Gay Guy and Alex Johnson who will – just feed off the good work they're, they're doing. Like, gay guys' combination with Walker's up there with um, a centre 5-8 combination in the league. Oh, definitely. I think Latrell and Cody Walker last week were the, easily the best two players on the field against the Chooks. Um, I'm going to go the Rabbits 21.5 points also. I'm going to take the over. Probably going to go AJ anytime try scorer. But some of the changes, Bulldogs are losing Jeremy Marshall King uh, for six to eight weeks, mid-foot ligament injury. Sione Katoa comes in to replace him. There's a swap. Uh, Corey Allen moves to the wing for Nick Meany, who they swap. And Lachlan Lewis gets his first crack at the sixth jersey uh, with Jake Alvarella. He didn't have much of a decent game against the Broncos, unfortunately. Uh, Josh Jackson's out due to suspension. His first, He's missing his first game. Uh, in 79, uh, Renouf Atoni comes in and Dean Britt and Jackson Topine jump on the bench for the Dogs. Yeah, there's hardly any real changes for the Rabbitohs. Uh, there's a few injuries there, but they're going to be coming back within a couple of weeks. Like Braden Burns is a player who's coming back from a knee injury and they're not going to, they're going to struggle to find a spot for him in the side. Mm. Oh, that's the, the Rabbits have got. The perfect coach's um, headache, like two minutes. All the players in form. Josh Mansour, did he get dropped this week? No. No. So, yeah, no, that's exactly right. Back into the starting lineup. Um, yeah, the Bunnies are just primed for a big season. I think this is another, this will be, a, I think this could be a statement game of, these are the games where you don't want to lose, but you also don't want to make it tight. I think they're just going to make, put the early market, uh, Early season state mark on this season at the moment with a big win. So yeah, I thought they did. I th- I thought they did that last week against the Chooks. This will just be adding to that effect. Obviously, they gave the Storm a very good run for their money in round one. Not got getting done. 
but since then they've just been lights out. Really, um, it's hard to gonna. It's gonna be hard to stop them. Like the only thing stopping them would be origin period for players going into the squads plus injury. But that's gonna have to be freak accidents with that. Mm. But yeah, Rabbitohs twenty nine and a half points. As large as that seems, got you can just see him putting it over him. Like for the Christ's sake, if the Broncos had the same amount last week, they covered that easily. Yeah. Like, well, not easily, but they got it done. Like I can speaking of our and. Over and I'm just going to throw in maybe a little Dane Gago Alex Johnson try combination. Oh yeah, you want both of them? Yeah, um, I'll go Alex Johnson. Yeah, you, you follow me, radio. So we're both we're basically the same on that game. So that's all good. Speaking of our boys, Friday evening down in Melbourne, Melbourne Storm versus the Brisbane Broncos. First time in a long time that Brisbane are above Melbourne in the ladder. I know that's another thing, but we'll take that anyway, the, anyway we can. Melbourne are 20-point favourites. The over-under is 43.5. Uh, Pappenhausen's back for the Storm. Uh, Tom Eisenhuth, who suffered rib cartilage against the Panthers, but he's back. Branko Lee's still uh, waiting to get back due to COVID. He was supposed to have a hit out at Intrust next weekend. Uh, they're still waiting on a few players to come back. Uh, obviously, Felice Cafusi in suspension, Fanuk and Harry Grant. Uh, that's all good. Now, a couple of big inclusions for us. You've got Payne Haas and Matt Lodge back in the front row with Tavita going to the bench. Are you going to the bench? Alongside. Yeah, so the bench for Brisbane is uh, Flegler, Asiata, Pangai and Ben Teo currently. Tom Dearden is the 18th man, but I have been hearing word that he could be playing. I think Kevy's playing mind games just to get him in the side. I reckon he will be in the side somewhere come Friday night. Uh, yeah, we lose Reese Kennedy and Ethan Bullymore plus Tom Deeding currently, uh, but the inclusions of Haas and Lodge are massive for us. Yeah. Um, like it's going to be a dry track, beautiful 28-degree day all day Friday, so it'll be prime for attacking football. But this is a big game for the Broncos. Like we said last week was – thing but they're starting to show a bit of stuff like they showed oh last week might wasn't pretty in the first half but the second half they just kept going they just like they started to play some really nice attacking football when they started having a bit of fun and this is like you you feel sorry for everyone they win their first game and then they're going to play a piss off storm coming off two two on off the bounce and yeah so, yeah, I'm probably going to take the Broncos at plus 20 here. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm doing that also. But I'm going to, ta- I'm going to really buck the trend. I'm going to go take the under. I was thinking that, hey. Yeah. Like, like the under seems like the safe bet here because because uh, I can see the Broncos still playing Storm a stinker are, of a game somewhat. The Storm are clicking it offensively at the moment. Yeah, but the like Pappenhausen coming back is a huge in for them. Um, like you go back to that spine for Melbourne, you got Pappenhausen, Munster, Hughes, and Brandon Smith. Even though Brandon Smith hasn't been playing as an eighty-minute hooker, he's still providing a fair bit of like go. Hmm. So yeah, I can I can still see them putting on points. I'll take. I'm going to take the over. I'm taking Brisbane twenty plus. I'm taking the over of forty three and a half because I can see if Brisbane hang with them, they can definitely put twenty each on them. Yeah. Either that or the Storm are going to put 30 points on us and we score 10 and get as close to that points yeah. mark. Well, yeah. yeah any, any I, time try scorers here? No. I, <laughs> no, I'm not going to put any time try score on this game. Like, 
Xavier Coates was fantastic last week for us. Yeah. Herbie Farmworth, he, each week he is due. He's, are you putting it? Are you are you due for him to put it on him? Yeah, because him, him and David Mead are getting a lot of room down that left hand edge. It's funny to say that. It's funny to say that David Mead. Only way out of the side for him currently is if an injury happens. Mm. Like, that's the thing. Corey Oates will be playing a fair bit of cute Queensland Cup if David Mead keeps putting on these numbers. Yeah. Yeah, so Herbie for early time try score. You've gone the Broncos 20-plus with the under. I've gone the Broncos 20-plus with the over. I think there's points to be had in this game. Like you mentioned, fast track in Melbourne. It usually can be a pretty high-scoring game down in Melbourne also. But I'm equally as nervous also. Like, Melbourne's Melbourne. They've still got the quality there. Even though they've come off two straight losses, like they were against two of the better sides in the top eight in the Panthers and the Eels. Plus, one of those games was an absolute monsoon. So, how are you supposed to pick that game? And Monster's like, he's playing well. And his bad, bad Broncos back defensive line could really, he could really open the floodgates. Yeah, I think it's scary to think that he may be due for a big, big game too. Yeah. So, like he, I think he's probably one of the most. Or well, it might sound weird, but I reckon from a standing start, one of the quickest off a standing start to break the line. Oh, oh, I'd, I'd agree with that one hundred percent. Because guys yeah. like Ado Car and that they need the running start. Yeah, they need to roll, don't yeah. they? But yeah, with Monster, he can he can get, he can get going. Yeah. Yeah, he he can get going at the moment's notice, and he can go at any direction too, which is good too. Scares me. Right, I think that's a th- yeah. It's- <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to the Saturday games now. There has been a schedule change due to the current lockdown situation here in Queensland in the southeast. Both Cowboys and Titans have been relocated to Sydney uh, as of Wednesday afternoon. So, Saturday is a doubleheader out of uh, first doubleheader of the season out at Nostrata Jubilee Stadium or the old Cogra. First game will be at 4.15. It is the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks versus the North Queensland Cowboys. Sharks are eight and a half point favorites with a 42 and a half over under. Whew. There is. Uh, are you going to say the Cowboys are due this week? My <laughs> real <laughs> You can't have that much noise in the headlines and play that bad not to come back and have an effort. Yeah, I I still can't see it. Unfortunately, like they've made a swap. Scott Cliff, oh Scott Clifford, um, Jake Clifford has been dropped. Yeah, Jake. He, he, yeah, Hampton's in. They've kept Drinkwater at six. They've valid one. Um. Yeah, the hammer on the wings still. They've dropped Cohen Hess to the bench, which I think is a fantastic move because he is a bench player. Yeah. They've they've gone a completely different second row of Shane Wright, Ben Condon, and Josh Maguire. Yeah, I, I you can make all the changes in the world, and it's it's sort of sad to see Peyton sort of starting to make excuses after three rounds. It, he wasn't afraid to make the changes, and he's gone ahead and done that, which is good. SER Masters is another one that has gone. Uh, I think Cotterly Lem, uh, Lem, uh, Lemuel, I can't. Lemulu. He's into the starting side anyway. Justin O'Neill's in the starting side, surprisingly. Um, yeah, so the Sharks are also losing a few players to. Uh, I can't even yeah, get the okay, right yeah, name. Yes, yeah. Like- yeah, Siona Katoa, he's out with his MCL, so he's gone. Uh, he's replaced by Hiroti on the wing. Uh, Nakora's out for a two-week ban on a shoulder charge. He's replaced by Teague Wilton. 
Um, Tricky Trindle is on the bench. I don't know where to go with this one because I still th- I still believe in the Cowboys somewhat. Mm. I know they've been hor- horrendous, but I still think they've got a game in them to actually like pull it out of the fire. Yeah. But it's hard to argue with the like the Sharks have been very unlucky two weeks in a row, I think, because Sharks were one of the teams last week that had the concussions. Like they had no players after forty minutes. They had they only used four substitutions due to the lack of players. And they were in the game until the last eleven minutes where the Eels put three easy tries on them due to exhaustion. So I'm probably gonna take the Sharks eight and a half here. I'm probably gonna go the under. I can't see them getting forty two and a half points between the two of them. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys at plus eight and a half. Right. And I'll take the under, but I'm going to put the hammer as an anytime try scorer. Very good. I Well, he did score last week, which was good to he see. He gets on the end of the back th- row. Yeah. He, as much as I think he could be a good center, currently he has to play wing to really get those stats up to move into the center. Sort of similar to how Gay Guy's gone in his career, going from the wing to center. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there's not too much else I can say on this game. Like, yeah, the like the Cowboys start need to start performing without Tamalolo. So that's all I've got on that one. Anyway, so we move to the second game of the evening out at Cogra, the home team, the Gold Coast Titans hosting the Canberra Raiders. Raiders are four point favourites, uh, forty two and a half over under. This is a flip of the coin game here. Yeah, I think that, well, this is the lowest, yeah, lowest of the round for the line. Like the Raiders, I think it could have gone either way with favoritism. It could have been even lower for the Raiders, like a two point, but I think four is quite justified. Uh, the Titans were fantastic last week against the Cowboys, rolling them. Like that Ford pocket, that, that Ford, Ford pack just stomped a mud hole. They just, they just rolled. Best Ford pack. This is the two premier Ford packs at the comp, I think. You think so? The Raiders have got a very good Ford pack. They do like looking like matching it up like Jared Wallace against Papa, Papa Lee, uh, Mitch Rain against Hodgson, Tino against Dunamis Louie. You got Proctor for feeder and Peach against Young Whitehead and Sutton. So very mobile kind of back rowers, uh, and big boppers up front. Um, and you got Mo Fodder Waker on the bench for the Titans, so that's a solid. Mm. Um, bit of news out of the teams. I don't think they they, they haven't changed their side. Uh, Peachy actually locks down the 13 jersey this week. He was 14 last week. Uh, Brian Kelly's been included in the reserves, but he uh, could be a late addition from his broken hand injury. Uh, for the Raiders, uh, Sebastian Chris and Brian James are still going to pass concussion, but if so, if, if he passes fit, Chris will replace Curtis Scott in the starting side. He, he did his ribs last week. Uh, you got Dunham's Louis and Hudson Young back. Uh, yeah, Joseph Tarpane is out with an ankle injury. So that's probably the only big out mm. for the Raiders. And, oh, and Coda Scott, who actually played a blinder last week. Yeah. But I'm going with the Titans. Hey, I'm well, going with the Titans. This is one of the upset of the round. I'm going with the Titans here. Um, it's not a, this is the only upset of the round for me because um, we'll get into the next game later. Yeah, but. I can see the Titans. This is a big game for them. Top a top four contender. They want to see their progression and see how they're going. 
Um, yeah. This this is a good yardstick to actually yeah. balance it, base it on because they 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 struggled against the Warriors and then they came back and flogged the Broncos and the Cowboys back to back. Whereas now they've just run into a top four side, in my opinion, the Raiders, potential grand finalists this year. So, yeah, Titans four plus. I'm going the over of 42 and a half. I reckon there's points oh, to be had. Points, yeah, this, they're attacking yeah. teams. They both like throwing it around. Um, the Titans back one started to click last week against the Cowboys. That was something that was missing in the first two rounds. The Raiders, George Williams is – one of the best running halfbacks in the comp going around and Josh Hodginson's back to his scheming best. So, yeah, I'm going Titans um, over and that's it for this one. Yeah, no way any time try score. I think anybody could pick up a, um, a meat pie in this one. Yeah. We move to Easter Sunday, 4 o'clock. This is, I think this is when the clocks move back for you guys. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> 405 at McDonald's Jones Stadium you've got the Newcastle Knights versus the St. George Illawarra Dragons uh, Knights are seven and, seven and a half point favourites over under is 44 and a half this is the highest points total of the round Mitch Barnett's out it's a calf injury so he's got to prove his fitness so, Jacob Saifid he's been named on the interchange bench he's failed to finish against the West uh, Blake Green's back from an ACL injury uh, but for the Dragons. He, yeah, Ben Ben Hunt out for the Dragons is a massive out. He could be up to six to eight weeks with his broken fibula. Was it fibula or tibia? Um, fibula tibia is the load bearing one. He mentioned he mentioned before. I think it was in another interview earlier this week that he played on that for close to seventy minutes before he came off. Like he he mentioned, there's people with different th- pain pain thresholds, but Christ, that must have been tough. Yeah. So Adam Clune comes in for Ben Hunt. Uh, Braden Williamo comes into the starting side as Jack Bird suspended due to that uh, stupid incident last week. But yeah, Zach Lomax, he's been playing great for the Dragons. I think he's up to 21 consecutive goals in a row for conversions. So he's going quite well. Last week too. Yeah, I think the inclusion of Blake Green for the Knights on the bench too is quite a good uh, piece to have. Yeah, good little uh, Kurt, brings him in and then Kurt Mann can eventually come out and play hooker for a bit to take out um, Jaden Braley. He could say that you could also swap him out with uh, Connor Watson. Mm. Like I, It could also mean with Mitch Barnett, uh, yeah, Mitch Barnett being uh, – potentially under an injury cloud coming into the game. He could drop out Josh King or uh, Sue could jump into the second row. But, yeah, I, I, I think the Knights will bounce back from this game. I think I tipped the Dragons, but I'm going to give the Knights the points here. I think they'll want to bounce back after a really, really terrible game against Weston, really blowing it there. They bottled it. Um, Points-wise, I think it's going to be an over. Yeah. I reckon there's definitely the 45 points, points in both sides. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going the Knights one to twelve. Knights one to twelve, right? Um, points over and Bradman best anytime try score. Got injured. <laughs> uh, Not like really. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there a points thing? Player markets. Oh no! What are you looking for? Points. <laughs> Goal kicking. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna go. Um, Oh, total tries. I'm going to go total tries. A total tries of an even amount of tries for the game. 
evens on tries for the game. Yeah. Is this this new prop bet you're into? Yeah. I know. I'm going to go um, (laughs) over eight and a half tries for the game. Over eight and a half tries. So, it has to be nine tries in the match. Yeah. Wow. Right. Okay. That's a actually no. Oh, maybe. We'll see what happens anyway. Like, it's a big change with Adam Clune coming into the side. Corey Norman has to step up for the Dragons. He played well last week against the Seagulls, but it was the Seagulls, so take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. But Ben Hunt, ben Hunt out is a massive out for them. There. He's been providing some solid leadership uh, being the captain. Uh, also, shout out Andrew McCulloch, captain for the week. Well, he's actually started to be captain while Ben Hunt's out. So that's an Anthony Griffin move, I'm assuming, probably from the ties from the under-20s and we're playing at the Broncos. He's a good captain. He's a great leader, so well-deserved, <laughs> even if he's only been at the club for a couple of weeks. So final game on Easter Sunday. Now, this has an asterisk next to the venue of the Sydney Cricket Ground, so I have no idea what that means. Take that. I don't know what that means. But anyway, the Sydney City Roosters are hosting the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, 6.15, so late Sunday game, which will be good. Roosters are six and a half point favorites, which I think is That's a little generous. bit unbelievable. Very generous with an over-under of 42.5. Now, the big talking point, obviously, Luke Keary, Lachlan Lamb out for the Chooks. Sam Walker has been named at seven to make his debut, uh, son of Ben Walker. So, massive raps on the kids. So, this will be good. I'm looking forward to watching this because I haven't seen much of Sam Walker play in the reserves. Um, but, yeah, massive. The, the, the Chooks have made a bit of a reshuffle too. You were saying off mic that Joey Manu potentially moving into the six. Um, Freddie Lassick pulled up lame after that. I think they weren't happy with his performance. So they're going to move Drew Hutchinson to a nine. So, yeah. Bit of a shuffle anyway. So from the notes here, we've got Victor Radley's back this week. He's overcome a shoulder complaint. Uh, he moves into the 13. Isaac Liu moves into prop. Lindsay Collins is out due to a head knock and ankle injury. Like that was unfortunate. He got concussed and ruined his ankle in the one motion, similar to a UFC knockout, but uh, very unlucky. So Sam, yeah, boom, youngster Sam Walker is in for Kiri. Drew Hutchinson's uh, replacing Lachlan Lamb, but could move into. The, Nine, uh, Matt Ikevalu, Nat Butcher are the new faces on the bench. Suwali is named on the extended bench, but I don't know if you'll get yeah, make a pick. Yeah, I think they're going to run him out for this game. I think um, – I don't – Yeah, I think Ikevalu is going to end up playing on the wing with Brett Morris moving to the centre. Yeah, that's actually pretty solid. Uh, for the Warriors, Peter Hickey's out. He's got a knee issue, so he's at least out for a month. Mon- uh, Marcelo Montoya, from formerly from the Bulldogs, oh. has been called in to make his club debut. Uh, Bailey Sheridan is promoted from the interchange to the second row. Uh, Tohu Harris is into lock. Taz Tavunga moves back to the bench. I don't see six and a half points favoritism for the Roosters. I'm going the opposite way with the Warriors. I reckon they'll keep it close. Um. Yeah, I'll just check it. Odds change. Oh no. Yeah, I it's I think it's gonna be one I reckon, yeah, it's gonna be one to twelve. I'm picking Roosters one to twelve. Even though this is a game where the Warriors should win, but this is a, this is what traditionally the Warriors a game where they should have should win because they have a full healthier team, but I can just see 
um, the Warriors not backing up after last week's performance. Being a bit feeling no. after last week's performance. I can go. I can take it either way. I think with the Warriors, you could say they'd be very flat, but they could also be on a massive high too. Like a lot of their guys, like Bunty Afar had a standout game, I felt. Uh, Fanua Blake has been lights out also starting and coming over to the Warriors. Uh, but yeah, I'm taking the Warriors in the over. You were taking the Roosters 1-12. to 12. Any over-unders? Um, what's the total match points at? 42.5. I'm going to take the under. Take the under. It could end up being a slobber knocker also. Yeah. I'll take the because under. It, 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 and I'll come. Brett Morris to get a try. Brett Morris to get a try. Yeah, I, I'm sort of going to ride Brett Morris into the ground, I think. Until, until, until he, he stops scoring. Yeah. Until he doesn't score. I'll go the opposite way. I reckon Teddy's going to have a big game filling in because there's a lot of pressure on him. Uh, now that there's no Kiri in the side, it's going to be interesting to see what type of combination he has. Yeah, well, it has to be his team now. He has to lead. He has to he has to somewhat take on a little bit of the playmaking responsibility, like to run around and help Sam Walker and whoever the six is going to be on game day. We don't know, but I reckon Teddy's due. He, he keeps scoring tries. He'll be the same as Brett Morris. I reckon until he stops scoring, then I'll stop getting on him, but I'll get on Teddy anytime try scorer. Move to our final game of the round. Five days of football, so into Easter Monday, Stadium Australia. Usually this is the Easter show in Sydney. I'm not too sure if it's being held this year. But West Tigers versus the Parramatta Eels, 4 o'clock kickoff. Uh, Eels are 10-point favourites, 42.5 over under. West haven't changed. Same squad that beat. Newcastle last week. The, uh, the only absentees, Sean Blower and Billy Wilters, are both at least two weeks away with their knee injuries, uh, knee and wrist injuries, sorry. Uh, so that's the only – there's no changes to West at all. Like they're, they're keeping the side that did the job last week. Adam Dewey at 5'8", seems to be going great guns there. Uh, for the Eels, Madison and Mitch Noses, uh, they've been named from – even though they've got head knocks, Mitch Moses being the most recent one. Yeah. Uh, Papa Leahy moves back to the interchange and Hipgrave uh, moves to reserves. Bryce Cartwright's been included in the reserves, but I think he'll end up playing New South Wales Cup. He's come back from a jaw injury. I'm giving the Eels the 10 points here. I'm going the Eels 1 to 12 here. 1 to 12, yeah. Um, the total match points. 42 and a half. I'll take that. That's pretty much guaranteed. And I'm going to take an over six tries for the game. Like, So over six tries and over? Yeah. Six and a half tries? Yeah, over six and a half. Yeah, and then over in the points. Yeah, I, th- I th- the Eels are f- they're playing some good football at the moment. They're putting teams to the sword. Like They put the, sh- the hapless Sharks away, unfortunately, due to injury last week, but they had to do it. Um, they played well against the Storm. And they play, and they played well against the Broncos in round one. So I can see them continuing on. Reen Marnie's playing his best football, really making a case for himself to play Origin this year. Junior Paul has been fantastic. Same for Sean Lane. Surprisingly, I felt like he was a bit of a passenger in the first game against Brisbane, but and overshadowed by Papalihi. But yeah, like they've got like the best bench in the. I reckon the Eels have got one of the better benches in this comp at the moment with Oregon Kafusi, Papalihi, Will Smith, and Ray Stone. Like it's yeah. just fantastic value across the park. So, it's, yeah. but uh, yeah, 
It'll be an interesting game. Got- like, see how the Tigers perform after a good win last week, but and a bit of controversy with Moses Embiid asking to be released. So yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say controversy. Well, well, that's the end of the round anyway. So we'll put our tips up on the socials. We've got a bit of extra time this weekend, I think, with me potentially being extended in lockdown and you moving house. We might actually get to put up our socials because we haven't got anything social on. Um, well, moving yeah, moving to a bit of news. So it was only just reported now. Uh, Moses Imbies has asked West Tigers for a release from his eight hundred thousand dollar contract. Uh I think the quote was along the lines of he didn't feel it was justified a bloke getting a marquee pay to be only playing 30 minutes off the bench, which sort of selfless from him, but it could be that he just doesn't want to play on the bench. He wants to be starting, which is fair. With the caliber... Somewhere else for that team. Yeah, exactly. So... Be interested to see where he lines up. Uh, I've got, like I said off mic, I've got a bad feeling he could end up at Brisbane, but the most obvious choice would be the Cowboys. No, I'd be perfect for the Cowboys. Yeah, like he fit a number of roles there, a bit of leadership, Queensland Origin rep. Yeah. So. He's a handy halfback. Yeah, like. Him, him going through the dog system and being the player that he was, like there was a lot of hype around him. And he, and when you get on that hype train, you got to go for it when you go for contracts. So, yeah, I think the Cowboys. And speaking of the Cowboys, other reports are coming out. They're making a play at Adam Reynolds. South apparently aren't budging on going any further than a one-year deal, which he does not want. So, another fantastic. It would be a massive pickup for Reynolds. They're looking at two. Oh, actually, the Cowboys. War chest they have in the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a lot of cap. There's a lot of cap up there tied up with Michael Morgan, but and Val and Tamalolo, but that could soon change if Morgan medically retires. Unfortunately, which is looking more and more likely as the days go on. That or yeah, that or well, sit down another season, have his shoulders cleaned out again. Yeah, which isn't a good sign to have. If anything, I'd be if I was Michael Morgan, I'd be speaking to Billy Slater. I'd be on the horn to him, saying, "How the hell do I get back?" Yeah. Like it's yeah, and there's a problem. There's a problem. There's another problem with the salary cap. You can't restructure a deal mid contract. No, nah, it's not. It's 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 not like the it's not like yeah. the NFL where you can restructure. Yeah. yeah, which I think if the Cowboys went to him and said, "Hey, would you mind restructuring?" It? Bit of technical issues there. <laughs> you were talking about Michael Morgan, mate. Sorry. Yeah, I think if the NRL had the, he had the ability, the Cowboys. I think if the Cowboys sat down with him and said, "Hey, mate, can we restructure your deal to make it more team friendly? We're going to bring in another class half. We're going to build the team up." I don't think any player in the competition would have a problem with that happening. No, I think if it was in the if it was stipulated in the salary cap rules, I think if clubs were in the right, I think I think it's just murky, especially with how. Clubs have tampered with the salary cap previously and haven't heard to it. <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna slander the roosters, okay? <laughs> um, not too much other news except for Phil Gould thinking that concussions aren't the worst thing in the world that he can get in the bin. Um, other than that, mate, there's not too much else. We thought we'd keep this one a little bit simpler for the round upcoming. We will touch on the AFL really quickly. Uh, we'll just go through our wraparound for the tips for the week. Uh, Thursday evening. 
um, this, Collingwood this, Brisbane this, Lions. I will be in attendance. This will be game one of the sporting weekend, with game two being the main game of the Broncos store. <laughs> um, I'm tipping the Lions here to have a big bounce back after a controversial loss against um, the Magpies. Um, um, yeah, I reckon Pyre, like the Lions are due for a good win. Um, Magpies, yeah, they had a win against Carlton last week, but as we said, Carlton's Carlton. So, yeah, that's, that's my tip, the Pyres. You're going the Pyres? I don't know the Lions. Lions. Yeah, Jeez. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going the Lions. They're outsiders. They should have played. They should have been playing this up in Queensland, unfortunately, due to the current situation. I'm losing you here. Uh, you there? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, cool. Uh, so the Lions, yeah, uh, Friday night, North Melbourne versus Western Bulldogs. North are $8.50 outsiders here. Dogs. Uh, yeah, I'm going to the Dogs too. Also on Friday evening, Adelaide Crows versus the Gold Coast Suns at the Adelaide Oval. Went past the Adelaide Oval on Sunday. Quite a nice looking arena. I'm looking forward to getting down there in the future. Suns are favourite here. Very short favourite at $1.81. Crows are there with them at $2, so it'll be a bit tighter than I thought. I'm going to go to the Suns. I'm going to take the Crows here. Take the Crows, right. Saturday, April 3rd, Richmond Tigers versus the Sydney Swans at the G. I'm going the Tigers. Toigs all day. Toigs. Uh, right afterwards, over the over the road at Marvel. That's right, isn't it? Over the road? Um, down, down the Yarra. Down the okay. Yarra. Down, down Flinders Street. Over Spencer Street. Walk across that cross station, Marvel Stadium. That's the, oh, I think <laughs> it is. <laughs> Essendon Bombers versus the St Kilda Football Club. Saints. Yeah, I'll take the Saints in this one. They're pretty low favourites here. Uh, the final game of the of Saturday evening is over in the West, up to Stadium West Coast Eagles versus the Port Adelaide Football Club. I'm going to go the Eagles. They played a pretty tight game against the Bulldogs last week. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. Yeah, um, I'm taking the Eagles. Like. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles. It's going to be a tight... Actually, you know, I'm going to go against you. I'm going to buck the trend. Power. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Sunday, Easter Sunday, uh, you've got the Carlton Football Club against the Fremantle Dockers at Marvel Stadium. Carlton are the favourites $1.45. I will take Fremantle. Actually, no, I won't because Nat Fife is out. Nat Fife is out. Carlton yeah, will not be out. Yeah, we're on the we're on the same wavelength. I do remember him getting knocked out, unfortunately. Uh, the last game on Sunday, GWS versus the Melbourne Football Club at Monica Oval in the ACT. Melbourne are the favourites, and they were and the oh. Giants were pretty woeful against the Do- uh, the Dockers last week. So I'm going to go Melbourne. I'm going to go Melbourne as well. I'm going to keep with my little mate Chaz and um, pick the D's. Very good. And the last game on Easter Monday, 3.20 kickoff at the G. Geelong Cats versus the Hawthorne Hawks. Cats. Um, I'm going to go the Hawks. <laughs> All right. They're pretty, lo- they're pretty outside favourites here. Uh, outside underdogs, sorry. No, I'm going to go the Hawks. They're not a, as bad as everyone's predicted. Like, they're a very young team, but they... They kept it to the times last week. 
Fair enough. Well, I'm going to stick to that anyway, so that's all good. Now, we're going to wrap up because I think there's something going on with my internet, so we'll clean it up there. Thanks again for listening, guys. We will be back on Tuesday again next week uh, to, so we both can enjoy our Easter weekends. I know Coombs is moving house. I potentially could be having a whole weekend to myself, just taking it easy. Hopefully, we'll see. But I've also got a birthday, so I've got to sort of celebrate that, I guess. But Have fun. Lord be with you. Uh, and also with you. Uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so over at Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spot, uh, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Um, yeah, we'll be back Tuesday for a full wrap. Uh, we'll probably record straight after the last games on Monday, which will be good. Yeah, or a bit of a live talk, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I think that'll be it. Enjoy your footy. Enjoy your chocolates over the weekend, guys. Uh, we'll speak to you soon. All right, guys. Have a good Easter. Look after yourself.